Welcome back to Run Your Mouth, long run talk for long talking runners. Thanks everyone for sticking with us during our little break this summer. Things get a little crazy with travel and everything, but we're back for what I guess is season two of the podcast. This week we have a very special episode. We do it Q&A style with the boys of Kinross Road, my roommates. Uh, they're all accomplished runners and people in their own right. Johnny Phillips and Louis Sarfini have been on the podcast before as guests, and Nick Lemon is a first-timer. They run distances ranging from the mile to the marathon, and we joke that we have the fastest apartment in Boston based on our average 5K time. We asked you guys, the listeners, for questions, and we got some great material out of it. We had a little mic trouble, so the sound quality isn't quite what we're used to, but bear with us as the episode itself was a lot of fun. After this, we'll be back to regular episodes with a great slate of guests and new friends. If there's anyone you'd love to have come on the podcast, shoot us a message, and we're happy to work to make it happen. Uh, We're at Run Your Mouth on Facebook and Instagram, and you can probably find me on social media as well. Until next time, and with a lot more great stuff to come, I've been David Melly, and this is Run Your Mouth. What is that called? I've never heard that song before. What? Were you alive in 2011? Clearly not. That's... No one's ever left the keys under the mat of your front door? No, never. That's not true. We sometimes do that. (laughs) Okay, well, (laughs) welcome to Run Your Mouth, Long Run Talk for Long Talking Runners. This is take two. Um, We can't hear it in the earphones, so everyone can just remove their earphones, but it is recording, and so that's what counts. Um, We had some technical difficulties, but we at least noticed before we recorded a whole hour before... (laughs) Because that would have been really depressing. I'm aware mine. It feels more official. All right. <laughs> it's been a little while, but we are back. Um, clearly have not gotten any more uh, well-equipped or professional in our absence. But after this little summer hiatus, we're, we're back at it and better than ever. Although I don't know how this audio quality is going to turn out before I say better. <laughs> um, you hear that, people? It's going to be fine. <laughs> Well, so I'm here with uh, a very special episode um, with my three roommates, all runners themselves. Uh, let's uh, introduce everybody. How are you doing, Nick? Doing good. And Johnny, how are you, buddy? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing great. And last but not least, how are you doing, Lewis? Hey, David. What's up? Just living the dream, man. Living my best life. We've had a little little summer hiatus, but we're back. And uh, we have a good episode. We enlisted the, the people on this one. Um, but before we get to some of the discussion topics and Q&A, I know it's been a good summer of racing. We had um, you know, a lot of folks run fast in Europe, some friends, some pros, all sorts of track and road racing out there. Um, so I wanted to get from everyone one uh, hot take on the summer since we can get caught up on our, our running discourse going forward but uh nick if you want to start us off what's your hot take from this summer uh i guess i'll go with um the bowerman babes out in europe setting two american records uh courtney frags in the 3k steeple and shelby Houlihan in the women's 5k so yeah they are fast and but, <laughs> but for, no uh, match for our apartment though yeah. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> They're pretty In fast. In a cross-country race, I think we keep Do they all live together? They do, I think, all live together, at least now, because they're in, like, St. Moritz or whatever. It actually would be, a, if they put together their four best... Cross-runners? Yeah. I think we could take them, but it would be embarrassingly close. It'd be very close. Um, Johnny, what's your hot take from this summer? Wait, so, for, so clear this up. Usually when someone says hot take, I imagine that they have to say something yeah, like borderline offensive. Yeah. Uh, didn't say oh, you can say something offensive. No, no, no. You can have a take. Yeah, your take yeah, can be they're fast. Um, yeah. Well, that's not a hot take. It's obvious. They're like amazing. Best, best summer from women's American distance running. Mm-hmm. That's a hot there take. You go. That's a hot, hot take. take. 
You can feel the heat all the way on the other side yeah. of the room. Yeah, right. Johnny, it sounds like you are locked and loaded with, with something borderline, what did you say, borderline offensive? Yeah, well, just like kind of controversial. What's your hot take from this summer? Hot take. Well, not hot take. Lukewarm take. I mean, this is pretty obvious. Jacob Inkebritson is fast as hell. He's 17 and he won the 1500 and the 5K. Here's the hot part. He's 17 and he did that well. You know, I always get a little worried when I see runners that are that young doing that well because I'm like, uh oh, like, you know, in America, it's I think some or it feels like it's pretty rare that someone is that good in high school and then goes on to college and continues to dominate all through college and pro running. I don't and, think he can go to college now though because he's on pro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he can go to college. He's can't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Not lots of no education. No learning for you. I mean, um, it definitely happens that people are successful for their whole careers, but I think a lot of times when people are that good that young, I mean, he has the genetics for it, obviously, because his whole family's fast, so I wouldn't be surprised if he was good, but I'd also not be surprised if he, like, peaked in the next couple of years. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Especially even if he did, pretty solid career. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Call it a day. Yeah. Retire at 18. Um, yeah, no, I, I can see that. I mean, I think also, like... He's been training so, like, specialized and specifically for so long. Like, yeah. I don't think any of us actually were doing, like, high-level elite training when we were 17. So that explains a lot. <laughs> Lou, do you got a hot take for us? Sure. Uh, my hot take is that Bernard Lagat is still greatest of all time and that he's going to do something crazy next year in the marathon if he runs a marathon. The marathon? Or the oh. half. I don't know. That guy's fucking crazy. He He's won really good. each tree this year and, like, beat a whole bunch of fast dudes, and I've always admired him, and I can't believe he's still fast. And whenever he interviews, he's just like, yeah, I just do the same thing that I've always been doing, even though I'm like, what is he, 44? Just strides and work out exactly the same as always, so... That's my hot take. He's gonna. He's not done. He'll do something cool. He'll run like two hundred five or something, and people will be like, "Damn!" But I won't be surprised. I like that. I'm gonna. My hot take, I guess, from the summer, is not to, you know, knock down anyone's performance or anything like that. But I, I think some of the the barriers that we've been talking about are um, a little overrated because we like tend to like nice round, whole numbers, but. As we've seen this summer between uh, Chuck Kowich running like 20 seconds under nine minutes in the steeple and then, um, you know, even more locally, like we have all these high quality mile races going on, which is great and like awesome and a great opportunity to develop like American mid-distance running. But like so many people break four now that it's like, you know, uh, not that it's not special, but that it's like clear that like to be on that next level, like you the equivalent performance is closer to like 355 than it used to be four minutes. Um, and then I would even say like, even going down to like the women's 800 and, and two minutes, like we ha we've had a lot of sub two minute women lately. So uh, it's not that like those, like any of those three times aren't like really, really good, but that like, it's interesting how I feel like over and over again, we see how like much, when you see people go really far under those barriers, I feel like it starts, like, realigning your, like, beliefs on what is possible, which is interesting. I agree with that. It's pretty cool, yeah. I was just literally just going to be, like, say something like, oh, someone ran fast, but now you put me on the spot for a hot take. What's, 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 what's the hot take for the summer, though? How does that relate to the summer? Just so many people ran Well, fast. a lot of, like, I just, you know, it's like we had 13 men under four in that, um whatever, Sir Walter Myler and then Chip Coach running 844 and, like, um, you know, I think, like, someone like Sierra Brown who, like, has been, had, like, an incredible summer and run, like, under nine, like, or under nine, under two in the 800, like, you know, eight times in a row or whatever. It's, like, it's it's interesting. I've never, I feel like we're, like, I, I've never looked at, like, tables of, like, what actual equivalent performances are, but it would be interesting to know, like, sort of, like, actually how far off, like, each of those like, respective numbers is from, like, I don't know, like, the world record or, like, some arbitrary standard in, like, each of those events. Um, but anyways, <laughs> uh, we're not here to talk about professional running in the summer, as you can go to other better podcasts or something like that. Um, we're here to talk about the, the Kinross lifestyle, I guess, is uh, 
the history, the lore, um, for those who are not initiated. So basically, we all we all live together um, in an apartment in Brighton, Massachusetts, um, on Kinross Road, which I guess is like creepy. People can come find us now. <laughs> I won't say the number. Yeah, yeah I won't say the number. Um, we may but, or may not lock our door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> casual relationship. Definitely gonna edit that out. We um, may not have had a stranger wake up on our couch. <laughs> that, 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 I forgot about that. Was that this summer? That was yeah. Yeah, on weekend. Yeah, that wasn't that. Oh weekend. man! But that was yeah, that was pretty funny. Do you want to tell that story while we're at it? Sure. Um, yeah, it was marathon weekend. It was Sunday morning, uh, I believe. Lou was at Tracksmith, you were home, and Johnny was home, and we had Chris Chavez staying in Lou's room, and Chris's friend Kyle, yeah, yeah, I think sure. so. sleeping on the couch right here, and I woke up, went to the bathroom. Well, we also had my, I had a friend in town, oh, yeah. he was going to marathon and sleeping in my room. I yeah, think. he was staying in your room, yeah. you weren't here, um, but you came home that morning. Yeah. Um, I got up. Went to the bathroom, Chris is sleeping in Lou's room, Kyle's on the couch here. Go to make coffee, see that there's a guy sleeping on that couch across from Kyle, and I just assumed that it's one of Chris and Kyle's friends from the night before, because everybody had gone out. Uh, I stayed in, didn't think much of it, started making my coffee, and then he comes into the kitchen and just asked if I had seen a pair of Clarks laying around. I said... No, I'm sorry. <laughs> and to which he responds, like, yeah, I don't know where they are. And uh, I don't know where I am either. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just standing in the kitchen, no clue what's going on. Thought I misheard him. I asked him to repeat himself, and he's, he just says, yeah, I'm a friend of Brian's. And I'm just like, there's no Brian that lives here at all. <laughs> Nor but, do, are we really close with anyone named Brian. Exactly. And... <laughs> But then it kind of occurred to me that the people above us, uh, they had been having a party, they went out, and I just assumed, hey, I think you have to go up one flight of stairs. <laughs> so he leaves, don't hear anything back from him, I don't know if our neighbor's name is Brian, <laughs> I may have sent a stranger to another person's <laughs> house. Actually, so, oh. But what I was going to say was I did later, like a month later, check mail and find out that Brian does live above us. Oh, there we go. Spoiler alert. Yeah. One time I was, like, coming into or out of our apartment, and some guy comes from upstairs and he goes, hey, uh, did you guys have someone random sleeping in your apartment a month ago? And I was like, yeah, actually, you guys live upstairs. <laughs> Brian? Yeah. I forgot his name, but he was like, yeah, my bad. I was like, no, that's you're totally... Like, you're like, that's very normal yeah, for us. that's totally fine. You didn't steal anything, so... I think yeah. that's an accurate portrayal of Marathon Weekend, the fact that there was just a stranger in our house, and Nick was like... Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, he seemed nice. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, you know, we are uh, have many, many times, like, hosted random people's friends, random runners. Like, we've literally had people, uh, shout out to Monty, uh, who hit us up. We spent uh, 12 hours yeah. couch before he Oh, Monty. Yeah. I was like, who, who the fuck is Monty? Monty's the MVP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Ber- Bermudan record holder in the 5K. Just hit us up. Who sought like, us out via Instagram DM. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I sleep on your couch? I'm really cash sure. Wait, who was that German kid that stayed with us? Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, German yeah. Kid. <laughs> oh, what was his name? We just have so many internationals. Oh, yeah, Tilo. Yeah, Tilo. Keeping it down-home American, though, we had uh, our shout-out to my buddy Charlie Marquardt, who uh, recently broke four in the mile, and all I can say is that uh, he ran four flat in the mile, and then he slept at Kinross, and then he ran 355 in the mile, so clearly this couch is magic, is all I'm saying. this couch. Can we get rid of this couch? Talk about that <laughs> no, it's a magic couch. Can we tell the people and then they can write in or something? Yeah, they can how it works and then they can decide. It's a magic yeah, it's couch. It makes you run 355. Yeah. We'll post pictures. We'll take votes. Yeah. Couch stays or goes. David's logic is that it's great for entertaining. Yeah, it is. But you always sit on the floor. I like sitting on the floor. Not everybody. Actually, yeah, this is a very floor. self-centered thing, yeah. David. So he doesn't dislike the couch because he never sits on it. <laughs> 
as a as a couch sitter, I booked mm. a chicken mm. couch. Talk so, about hot takes. Yeah, hot take. <laughs> take of the summer. Listeners, <laughs> do you like having plywood underneath your butt when you sit down on the couch? Yes a, or no? A very thin uh, sliver of leather between <laughs> the plywood. Well, so between your so Johnny. <laughs> was uh, when he first moved to Boston was fun employed briefly mm-hmm. and we would assign him um, tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, do we talk about this on your first episode? I can't remember. I don't think so. I don't think so. I've never no, definitely before. not. Um, we assigned Johnny Craigslist challenges where oh. he had to just go find interesting things on Craigslist for free. That's kind of dangerous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could have been totally You were fine. But, but I was fine. Here I am. I don't know. What was that lady's name that we found on Craigslist that gave us the, all of our wicker? Oh, yeah, we do have a lot of wicker now. <laughs> it was, like, Nancy. or Nance? Was it yeah. Nance? Yeah. She Nancy was great. Was nice, but then what she was the lady who, who tried to give you the aggressive. ugliest couch in the world? Hey, that was a nice couch, actually. It was just a random Craigslist couch. No, no nice. he's, he's talking yeah. about the one you sent to the group message with all the plaid, and he was like, oh, that couch is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? It's probably better than the one we have that, now. That was a joke. That was a half joke. <laughs> I love it. It's a half cool. joke. Um, but yeah, Nick is also notorious for, um, finding things on the side of the road that are... Including skillets. Yeah. Cast iron <laughs> that, dri- skillets. that drives oh, you that... crazy. That's your that favorite thing. He cooks thing. on <laughs> it. <laughs> that cast iron skillet is great. That's not the only one you... You have two cast iron skillets you found on the street. You found both of those skillets no. on the street? No, I bought, I bought my first skillet, <laughs> found the second skillet, and the, the cast iron pot... I got from Nance's Oh, kitchen. yeah, that's a nice one. Uh, that one yeah. came from inside the house. Yeah, that's fair. You don't fair know what sort of animals have been pooping in a cast iron skillet on the side of the street, though. I'm pretty sure it's out there for, like, okay. an hour. Well, you also don't know what kind of animals have been how do you know pooping how long in, dish- in, in our house currently. Speculation. So. <laughs> I picked it up after a run. I went out. It wasn't there. <laughs> I came back. It was there. <laughs> so I took it. Very industrious. <laughs> this is going to be put up on like some website for like thrifty shoppers. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I, I rescued Lewis's uh, stupid-ass cassettes from the side of the road, so he shouldn't oh. judge too harshly. Yeah, stupid-ass, huh? Yeah. We can get into that later. I don't want to talk about cassettes with this negative energy from the room. <laughs> Wait, were they in the road? Why were they in the road? No. I don't know. So... Someone wanted to get rid of like 20 or 40 perfectly good cassettes. Oh, oh, oh. They weren't yours at that time, and now they are. Yeah, it's almost like oh, they had like a better yes. way to Free listen to music. Time. Craigslist. <laughs> Makes them do some research. I don't want a futon. Those are nah, gross. I don't want a futon. It's gross, actually. Nice little And people have sex on them. The moral of the story is that we need a new couch. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone wants to donate to the podcast, mm-hmm. also. If yeah, you're, oh, yeah. We don't. Well, we could probably pick up. One dollar. Nick and I are good. If you live in Boston and are moving and are trying to get rid of a couch, let us know. But it has to be able to be good for entertaining. Yeah. It does have to be yeah. yeah. standards. David really likes that, what is it called, an L-shaped? What's I like it? that it's L-shaped, yeah. And, and everyone else's standards are just that you have to be able to sit on it and not mm-hmm. have it hurt your butt. Yeah, you know. I would like to not sink. You say potato. <laughs> or you just what do you know. say? That was one dollar. <laughs> how it's pronounced. Eventually we'll have enough dollars to buy. Oh, you're saying we should start a GoFundMe for Ooh, our couch. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. I like this. Venmo and lemon. <laughs> One dollar. Uh, or charge him. No. <laughs> I'll start a Patreon. <laughs> yeah, just send a request Maybe for Maybe if him. we make things seem really bad, people will just start donating to us because they're just like, oh my god. I would never live there. I think from yeah. now on, when people random ass people sleep on our in our living room, they should bring a P- BYO furniture. Yeah. <laughs> or just bring like a piece of plywood and we build a couch. Even better idea: Venmo us ten dollars for a new couch, and you get a spot on the couch. Oh yeah, whenever oh, you want to call us. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like prepaying for your Airbnb and right. your Airbnb. It's like a timeshare. You're yeah. investing. You're investing with uh, all of our co-listeners in our couch. Invest in our couch and you can sleep on it. Monty's listening <laughs> right now for like maybe. Or <laughs> two. So, so this has to be cut. But uh, what Lewis said about making it seem so bad that people would pay us—that's kind of how I feel about that was gonna be my hot take for the summer before i destroyed it <laughs> well no the table was held up by like two screws and they even touched it and it fell over and everything spilled i thought <laughs> a nice house <laughs> See, this is a this is a hot take 
Well, so I feel like he knew that it was kind of a shithole and was just like, yeah, I just bought it because I wanted like a cheap place to live with all my homies and throw parties. And I was like, okay, okay well, now we fine. have to cut this. That's fair. <laughs> Why do we have to cut no, it? See, that's a hot take. I, I agree with that. Oh, yeah. man. I mean, if you're not really living there, Sorry. if you are just sleeping yeah. there, then who cares? And, um, you know, who knows if he's even sleeping there? Yeah. <laughs> Might just be a place for his parties. That's true. Ugh. Why buy something nice that's just going to get destroyed? True. Although, John, did you get the massage table off Craigslist, Johnny? I did. But you paid for that. I paid for that. Yeah. It was not We cheap. do. So, the other, another great feature of Kinross is that Johnny is an aspiring amateur. Are we going to get you, like, in legal trouble for doing, like, unlicensed body no, work? Pay me a beer. Pay me a beer, and then it's legal. Yeah, don't pay. Yeah, sure. so Johnny is a self-taught massage therapist, which is actually quite impressive and good. Um, and for my birthday, slash just for the general benefit of the apartment, um, he picked up a massage table that lives in our living room. So we're really... Uh, upping, stepping up our game as elite runners. Yeah, uh, I will say you massaged my calf the week before marathon. Mm. There you go. And it was great. Good yeah. race. Yes. Good race. It works. Magic hands. <laughs> All right. I have a couple. We Before we get to um, the uh, audience Q&A, um, do we want to tell the bar- one or more of the bat stories? <laughs> Yes. I mean, I have yet to be present during a bat. Maybe this maybe, is like maybe you're a maybe you're a vampire and you I turn into a bat. Ooh, that's a, bat. a hot take. We've been hitting him I, to I, see, my, my, hot take, <laughs> my hot take is that the bats don't exist. Oh, hot take! And this oh, is it's a, like a weird black swan kind no, of thing. They definitely all, exist. <laughs> maybe maybe they took our carbon monoxide detector down and we're all having hallucinations as a result. Wait, is that what that's supposed well, to be? Yeah. That's what Johnny thinks. I think we need to tell the first night story. Yeah. Well, story. Okay, let's clear this up. Uh, bats are like endangered or protected or something. Yes, so, we've never harmed any bats yeah. in the making of this podcast. And don't <laughs> narc on us. That too. <laughs> um, yes, so the very first night that I lived in Kinross... Um, I, at that point, Lewis was the only other person. We, we maybe there. had, what, three interactions before Yeah, this? so we knew each other, and we're friendly, but, like, we didn't know each other that well. And so I was, like, chilling in the living room, um, like, pro- like, probably only wearing my underwear. No, you are definitely only wearing underwear. I was definitely underwear. only wearing my underwear. <laughs> at least I was wearing underwear, honestly. They were really tight, too. <laughs> um, it was great. And then... I am just, like, minding my own business, watching TV, and a bat flies through the living room, and I, like, freaked out, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, what is this, like, horror show that I've moved into? Um, so I go into the kitchen and get a broom, and I close the kitchen door to, like, trap it at least on one part of the house, um, and so I'm standing in the living room holding a broom, and that's when Lewis walks in. <laughs> To literally me standing there, just like in my underwear, holding a broom, looking terrified. And you couldn't see the bat at that point, so he didn't even know why I was standing there. So he was just like, hey, dude. <laughs> I was like, there's a bat in here. Um, and then I was actually impressed with Lewis's resourcefulness, because he was like, oh, I know what to do. And he went in the kitchen and got a frying pan, and it was flying around in circles in what is now Johnny's room. And They love my room. <laughs> that's the third, time, the third one. Maybe that's how they're getting in. Oh, that, that's yeah, another hot take. So many hot takes. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it terrifies me. It keeps me up at night. This episode's going to be called Hot Takes at Kinross. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so then Lou just hit it out of the air with a frying pan. One swing. Yeah, just took it down, and I was like, oh my god, I'm literally living with a ninja. But um, <laughs> the bat will okay. keep us safe, at least. Well, we've had several other encounters. My experience draws from my junior year of college when we were living at Algonquin Road, which is right by BC. And we had a bat come in. And my friend Jamie famously hit it out of the air with a frying pan. And that's why I knew exactly what to do in that situation. So, But we've also had a bat fly through the apartment and then accidentally set it loose in the rest of the complex. Yeah. Also, that. Well, that was also... <laughs> that was we also, went out the hall yeah. and it was stuck in the... Well, that was the bat where you were like, you texted us on morning, you're like, guys, there's a bat in the apartment, but I left to go to work, so someone else deal with that. <laughs> I do what anyone well, else would do. So that's not what anyone else would do. No, no, no. That was the bat 
Lewis did that at the next bat. That was about where Nicole like screamed and like ran into the hallway and followed her out there, and that's why I got <laughs> stuck out there. And then, and then we there had... was like signs in our apartment <laughs> yeah. that was like, "There's a bat in the stairwell." It was there for a while, yeah. a very long time. We kept swooping out. We, had, we had friends. <laughs> we had <laughs> friends come to visit, and we had to like take them in through the foyer and be like, "Just so you know, <laughs> it was always cover your head." Yeah. It was so fun. It was only for like two days. Yeah. Um, uh, what other bat encounters? Well, so we should also say we have a deck, which is a very nice deck. Nick and I hoisted up a new wicker Sick. couch it's, out there. It's a big deck. It's so pretty great. Deck. If you go look at a Zillow post, you can see us hoisting, hoisting the deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, though, so they live, like, in the cracks above the It's deck. an old, like, wooden structure that's yeah. basically just on the back of our apartment. And, and they're so nice. They poop on the deck sometimes, but generally they don't they do. bother us. But sometimes. They eat, like, all the bugs. So. Yeah, and so bats are keystone species. They're good for the environment, but that doesn't mean I enjoy them in our house. Yeah. <laughs> See, we could use a bat right now. Here's a bug. It's flying around. Should we go we open, the, open wait, the screen? Wait, next, all right, guys. Hot take. Next bat. We'll keep it and domesticate it and train it to eat the bugs in our house. Yeah. Well, if we had a mouse that was basically domesticated <laughs> that you... Oh, we have kill. another one now. I saw. Oh, we do. I think that was fake news. I think no, we were freaking out. There was a blotch of brown near the ground, and I was like, "Bat!" Because we'd had two this, <laughs> two this past week alone. Freaking out. And I was losing my shit because one got in my room last year while Wait. I was sleeping, and then the, another one was in my room last week when I got home from vacation. After two weeks, I walk in and a bat comes out of my closet, and then. I, <laughs> And I was like, God damn it. And so then I was brushing my teeth a couple nights ago, afraid to go to sleep because I've been afraid the past week. And I see a flash of brown near the ground and I freak out. I was I literally there and I did not see the mouse. I think that maybe Johnny imagined that. No, it, it went behind the radiator. There's definitely yeah, a mouse on the radiator. Yeah. That's more. Why yeah. don't you mind the mouse but you mind bats? Because bats they're can sneak into your room and swoop at you and they have the same rabies. Thing wings. Do you want to be a vampire? I'm very afraid of rabies. <laughs> this is this is Nick's a vampire. Nick's trying to talk yeah. us into He's, liking bats. No, I just don't like the mouse. He's like, what, like what, if, what if, like, hypothetically, like, a bat, like, lived with us in, like, my bedroom, maybe, and, like, you know, <laughs> during the full moon came out. And, like, I just went on vacation those weeks. <laughs> yeah, Nick's, Nick's been mysteriously away for a week, and we've had bats in the <laughs> Sorry about the frying pan. He was at, quote, running camp for a week. I've never seen, uh, running camps are fake news, let's be real. No one's ever been to a running camp before. <laughs> well, anyway, we had mice, and they were great pets, but David... But I trapped them. We have another one. Now we have sonar. And no, I, I'm worried the, son the sonar, I think, works actually well, even though it seems... Works like well at giving well. us cancer. Well, that too. But it's like, we have we do have cancer, but we have no mouse. I feel like that's a fair trick. I, I would rather have a mouse. I don't know. Mice walk on the counters, they get yeah. crap in your food. Yeah. I don't like the mice, I mean, but I'm not scared of them. They're not viscerally scary. I'm more just worried about getting sick. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to have a pet mouse, but... It'd be cute as hell. Yeah. We need to get a cat, actually. I hate no, cats, I'm but... allergic. Oh, right. You can probably get a hypoallergic. I'm allergic. You're allergic? Yeah. I'm very allergic to uh, cats. I'll like, just get a dog. I just don't like pets. A dog can't animal. kill a mouse as easily, I think. Yeah, but he Dogs can animal. barely, like, function oh. on their own. Yeah. They're like they a little rat terrier. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we should it's also, like, we should also tell the nice. story of our fifth roommate. Um, well, Juanita? I guess we've told many stories of Who's fifth our roommates. Fifth roommate? Juanita. Juanita's our fifth roommate. Johnny, do you want your oh, fucking yeah. picture thing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That story goes back before you guys even know. I know, and I'm keeping her. You've tried to throw her out before. She yeah, she's us. creepy. She always comes back. We've had friends because she's possessed the and she lives here, and as long as you don't disturb her, she yeah. won't disturb you. All right. I feel like the listeners don't need to know about this. No, listeners definitely need this to know about Juanita. Best, the best... Uh, Do you, well, you can tell the story of Johnny. Well, I, I wasn't there when it... At the All right, so basically, when, when I moved in here, there was two other guys living here for a while. When they moved out, they didn't take anything. They left so much shit here. One of those things was this, like, really creepy, weird... No, that's not how Juanita came into the house. How did Juanita come into the house? They just found it, like, outside somewhere and put it in... Did oh, find, you might be right, actually. Well, so, okay, Wait so then... Did they find her for free? Yeah. <laughs> no, I we don't cook on free art. That art can be priceless. We I don't think, know. I think that it was in our house and I threw it away. Oh, maybe it it was left here. I'm I'm almost 100 percent positive that it was left here by the previous tenants, and it probably wasn't even like the roommates that I lived with. It was probably people like long before that. 
And yes, Juanita lived here 50 years ago and died, and her soul inhabits that painting. We know. <laughs> People don't even know what it is. It's a creepy portrait painting that someone did of this girl. And well, I man. threw... <laughs> whatever and I threw it away one day and our, our friends Tyler and John used to live above us at Kinross and John better known as JP um, saw that I threw it out and I think he'd seen it in the apartment before and like brought it back in and knew that we didn't lock our door and just like continued to like put it in my room when I'd leave for the night and I'd keep throwing it away and he'd keep bringing it back and putting it in the apartment and it was fucking creepy and he would always put it in a different spot every time he would put it back. So, but like, then also it was in our apartment for a while and that was when Sydney lived in our apartment for a month and like I think me and Matt like or no, Matt said that he just thought it was Sydney's creepy painting. <laughs> <laughs> he thought she just like brought it with her. But anyway, now, now for some reason Johnny has it hung up. Because we've room. made our peace with yeah. her. And if you don't bother her, she won't bother us. Yeah. Mm. Haven't well, you seen any horror movie? Well, so at a lot of parties, people will take it and try to destroy it somehow. Like one time our friends here <laughs> tried, tried, to tried to burn it. it. Can't be destroyed. It was impervious <laughs> to flames. <Yeah. laughs> Lewis has tried throwing it out. The reason I keep it in my room is so that people don't throw it out because yeah. I need to protect her. So she will protect us. <laughs> but for a while she was hanging up on the inside of my closet and my closet door doesn't close all the way and so it mostly closes and then like in the middle of the night <laughs> I reach open and Juanita is facing me. Johnny, that's the same closet where there was the bat. Maybe Juanita <laughs> is controlling the bats. <laughs> We're all putting this together. This is all making sense now. House is cursed. No, it's not. It's blessed. Shout out to our landlord Sal, who couldn't be here tonight. His truck broke down. He would be here. We invited him. It's fine. We did invite him. I invited him. We'll do a live lease signing. Yeah, just to show you guys that we did in fact re-sign the lease. We have some listener questions, however. That uh, were brought to us. I think um, you'll enjoy some of them. Some of them are are very creative, I must say. Um, so Jeff, our how many Jeff, listener questions were there? There were there were a bunch. I picked. I didn't pick. We might not play all of them or go through all of them, but I'll, I'll list some of the highlights. Um, Jeff, fr- friend of the friend of the neighborhood, friend of the pod, Jeff Silas asks. After having a long stretch, after a long stretch of having the apartment to yourself, when you hear someone coming in the door, who do you hope it is? No, this is targeted at you. He told us today. Why is this targeted at me? That's what he said. He was like, when, when, like referring to you when you're home alone for a long oh, time by right. yourself here. Who do I hope it who is? Who do you hope it is? But I guess we could all. Yeah. That's how he said it was today. But um, we could all. Answer. What is he? What is his hypothesis? Did he have a guess? He didn't have a hypothesis. No. I think I'm happy to see whoever comes in the door. I, uh, you know, it's always wow. uh, that's not much. You're not campaigning yeah. or anything. The drunk guy from upstairs. <laughs> Who slept here on our oh, couch? Oh yeah, new friend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I hope it's a new friend. Well, it, as you guys know, I like I get lonely very easily. So I actually yeah. am very happy whenever anyone comes in the door because I like having people around. Even if I'm just doing my own thing, I like having like people. Unless in the house. it's like eight a.m. in the morning, in which case. Well, I'm also not a morning person, but I like having people there. I just don't like interacting with them. I like standing silently with you on the tee for like forty-five minutes. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Yeah, you've, um, you've walked past me on the walk to the tee. And then, <laughs> that sounds right. I'm in, I'm pretty much in a daze until I get, like, get I sprinted into my past you one morning. Do you remember that? No. On the down on the stairs going down to the tee, I sprinted past you because the tee was about to leave. Oh, really? No, I don't remember that no. at all. I do, I do not pay attention to the world around me most of the time. Um, okay, does, does anyone else have uh, people that are excited? Nick. I feel like... Nick? Easy. I feel like you're always the most, like, willing to make conversation with people. So, yeah. Like, yeah. If you were in a conversational mood. Then yeah, that's it. true. I would talk to anyone that comes into the apartment, but Nick's the only one that watches local news with me. Yeah, we haven't watched News 7 in a minute. In a while. I know. I have no idea what's going on in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get all your local news, bro. Yeah. Yeah, news it's crazy. I don't know what fires there have been. <laughs> if you're in Boston, or what dogs got lost on the the Mass Pike, or oh, uh, what yeah. what traffic is like yesterday. <laughs> it's the only yeah, shout out to uh, uh, what the fuck is her name? Um, 
the traffic girl that tweeted at us that one time to wear running boots. Yeah, very waterproof, <laughs> waterproof running boots. Well, you tweeted at her asking her if you could yeah, run in a blizzard. Yeah, but she replied. She yeah. replied. She clearly didn't know a lot about running. It's like running no. boots. Um, <laughs> sure. Here's a running-related one. Uh, Jacob asks... Least favorite workout you've ever done? Is this Inger Britson? Yes, it's Jacob Inger Britson. He's a listener. He's a fan. He keeps bugging me to be on it. And I'm like, I don't know, man. We, so, what, least so wait, what was the question? Least favorite workout you've ever done? I wasn't prepped. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I, don't really, I don't think I have like a least favorite workout, but I can. I remember that the first fart like I did after Boston Marathon was just abysmal. Like, I... No fun? Yeah. I didn't realize how much fitness I had lost. And then it was also just, like, the first hot day of the year. Or, like, of the summer. And it just went really bad. <laughs> uh, oh, you can go. I was going to say, not, like, specific, like, workout, but I tried to do a long run last week. I was home in Virginia. And I, like, it had been, like, a long week, and I, like, slept in kind of late. So I started my long run at, like, 10. And by the time I was, like, finishing, it was... 90 and like very humid but pretty much i was going for like 20 miles then at mile 13 i was like feeling good picking it up mile 14 i was like i'm very thirsty and then i had to like really slow down and like start looking for like hoses to drink out of and i didn't see any and then at mile 17 i called my mom and i was like pick me up i'm dying of heat exhaustion <laughs> pick me up yeah well that was, was like really do you remember that run we did where it was like 95 degrees and we like yeah, were trying we to do a long pool. run yeah it was brutal that was the one we were literally like a mile away from kinross and i, I like i said to lewis yeah, i was, was like bad. just so you know like I don't know if I'm gonna make it. So I'm just like, <laughs> I may not make it. I there's seriously picture, was like having like there's a picture of like, me laying out by the pool, my short yeah. shorts with a water bottle up to my mouth, and my head tilted <laughs> straight back. I actually do have a workout that stands out. When I was in college, um, I was on the same team as Tim Ritchie, and for those of you that don't know, Tim is very fast, and he would always do like his own workouts. So like our coach would like give everyone a workout and be like this he'd be like this is what you guys are all doing tim you're doing this which is way harder and extra than everyone else and like every once in a while he'd like pick someone and be like you're with tim today and i had to do three by i think it was three by 800 and our coach was also like a really good college runner um like he was two-time national champ at arkansas and he was like yeah when i did this workout in college i think i went uh, two flat, 157, and then like 151 on the last one or something like that. And I was like, oh my God, there's no way I can do that. Um, so we were trying to go like, I think we were trying to go 205, two flat, 155 or something like that. I think I ran 205 with Tim. Then I got dropped on the second one. And then on the third one, I stopped after like 400 meters. And it was like the most miserable thing <laughs> I'd ever done in my entire life. So, and it was a short one. And I remember feeling a lot of pain. It was like one of those like eyeballs are popping out of your head workouts. So yeah, three by eight hundred with Tim Ritchie. That was the worst one I've ever done. Sure. I still will never enjoy progression runs. <laughs> I do literally one a week for like the last oh, like end runs. of time, and I still just don't like them. <laughs> They're long and uncomfortable. But hey, now that I'm you know moving up to the half in the fall, maybe I'll learn to love them. Um. This is <laughs> um, Connor O'Brien, uh, our neighbor down the street. Fellow uh, Kinross. Yeah. Resident. Uh, uh, several questions, some of which I will refuse to read on the air, but one is... Um, read them all. Who, who gives the best relationship advice? Oof. Is this a general consensus, or like each person, who do we think? I can't really answer that, because I don't think I've ever really asked for relationship advice. I don't think I've ever gotten any from Nick, either. Well... Yeah, I haven't. I haven't given you any. Yeah, I gave. I've given Lou some advice. Yeah, so, we've chatted. Yeah, we've chat. We've we've dabbled in the chats. Yeah, I think Lou gets the over most relationship advice, at least over the history of yeah the the podcast. I mean, our chats are usually over some morning coffee and news seven, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd say David. We've had some good heart to hearts. I, I like to think that you do, I'm very you do, good at giving. You do a good job of remaining impartial and providing constructive advice, I would say. so. I pride myself on giving good relationship advice, usually just like, you know, because I just tell everyone how to live their lives anyways, and sometimes mm -hmm. they listen, and most of the time they don't. <laughs> 
All right, what do we what do we have here? Um, oh, uh, Marshall asks, uh, "What is the apartment ranking by looks?" Oh God, <laughs> that's such a Marshall question. The uh, girlfriend uh, silent co-host can hop in at any minute if you wanna. <laughs> yeah, Liz, what do you think? I have to rank. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm passing on this question. It's a three-way tie. That means it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually, uh, Gabby, what do you think? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, the apartment ranking by looks. No, I heard you. I don't like it. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I think it's, I think we offer a, a, as diverse as, you know, th- four white dudes can be. I think we, we offer, you know, different well, things for different tastes. I think it depends on Nick is a 10. Yeah, I depend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I guess it like also depends on like your preference of facial hair. This is my point. It's like I think we have David, who's usually clean shaven, Lou, who will grow some uh, some stubble. Johnny, oh, that was very generous. Thank you, (laughs) Johnny, who's got like a little light beard going, just a little, just to tickle your face. Yeah, and then uh, or other places. And then myself. So yeah. Think, See, if you're in, I think the the big the big bush bushy beard is like uh, divisive. <laughs> the big bush. Yeah, I heard it too. Uh, Let's not be around the bush. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's like uh, if if a clearly loose type is Are you pro my beard. Seltzer? No, your salts isn't there. Oh, okay, we have the same one. Same salts, dude. Thanks. Um, but yeah, I don't. You know, I think we're all beautiful. Oh, I, I feel like way. we should just decide this right now. I think Lou would rank himself first. Yeah. No, I would think Nick's a 10 out of 10. See, I'd say Lou's 10 out of 10. Look at that. See that? Johnny, I think you're a 10 out of 10, Guys, self-esteem, that's the kill. So we Marshall. Yeah, four-way tie for 10. Marshall is a 1. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Marshall's just salty that frequent co-host Ben Bosworth was empirically decided more attractive than him, so... Oh, well, someone asked. Someone asked who spends the most time on their hair. I think that answer is easy. Yeah. I use zero time on my hair. Yeah, <laughs> How much? Well, this beard kind of hair because Nick would. Nick would. Then I spend a total of like ten seconds. Really? You have beard oil and you have all your grooming tools and shit. Yeah, I beard oil in my hand, rub it in my beard, and then that's it. Oh, damn. I may or may not brush it. Depends on how late for work I am. Mm. Nice. And then David has a whole. He has yeah, like five David. different products, and he'll like put three in, then brush it for half an hour. I only have in, one. Then product like dry it, then like put it in a fifth. I will say I am impressed by David's uh, yeah. dedication. Yeah, he carries a hairbrush with him around. That's like his nervous tick. It's like brushing his hair. Uh, I keep a comb in my bag, but that's not it. But you don't use it in public as much as David does. No, that's true. David will brush his hair in Ubers frequently. Well, usually we're in Ubers on the way to go somewhere. But yeah. Um, actually, 100% of the time you're in Uber, you're on your way to going somewhere. True. So, none of us drive Uber, so. Although we could. I mean, that's how we should raise money for the couch. We should all start driving Uber. Yes. Mm. I'd rather just people Venmo us. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Who would be the best Uber driver? Who would have, like, the best Oh, race? that's a good question. Oh. That's a really Lou would no conversation with everybody. Lou's the worst driver, but he would be the friendliest. No, see, no, I think Lou, I'm the best driver. What are you Lou will get you. <laughs> 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 Alright, so oh, Lou will get you there the fastest. I <laughs> Lou has gotten me from Kinross to Newbury Street in like ten what, minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah. I think I set a PR on that today. I woke up at like eight forty for the long run. It took you twenty minutes to get there. No, it took me like under ten, but I was I I don't know. No way. I don't know if you can do that with a mass pike like it is right now. No, I didn't do it on the pike. I, I always take that? Beacon Street, baby. Beacon, Beacon. interesting. Yeah. That's a gamble. It is a gamble. Yeah, Lots Sunday of lights. You, got, you, gotta, you gotta hit the right lights, but yeah, Sunday mornings, <laughs> well, I think open roads. Lou will get you there the quickest, but depending on how full his car is with just random stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can't do that if you drive may, Uber, may lower his rating. What about my cassettes? <clears throat> cassettes are pretty... What do you want to listen to? Here, let me shuffle around in my team deck. Oh, that's track six. You gotta wait. Here, can you uh, rewind this and flip it for me before I drop it? I have it that off? dance cassette that I got for a dollar, and also my You paid money cassette. for a cassette? 
all, oh, almost all of my cassettes. Oh my god, they're pretty good though. They're um, great. Yeah. Who is um, the nicest? Uh, I guess we all have like pretty equally mediocre cars. I have a you know? Civic. Yeah. You have you have a a Civic Life. Yeah. Getting my car uh, fixed tomorrow. Oh. I drive one of the like Volkswagen diesels that like I've actually kids never driven with you or seen your car. It doesn't I, exist. I didn't know you had a car for <clears> the longest. I actually didn't know you had a car until it got towed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a month ago. Yeah. It took like a year. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. I feel like I well, I, 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 I know thought... that you have a car, but I feel like I never see you driving though. Yeah. I think oh. the only time I've seen your car was helping you move in. Yeah. Maybe that was Erica's car. I don't even know. It, I actually think it was. Oh, so you Toyota? Toyota? Yeah. Here's all right. So, if Taylor asks, if the four of you were to commit a crime, what would it be, and what would your roles be? <laughs> so basically, for Ocean's Elevening, okay. what? Uh, I was thinking like we would all trespass somewhere, but we do that like not that uncommonly. <laughs> what? Actually, when no, was the last time we trespassed? I don't know. I feel like that's a thing. Like the roof. Yeah, I was thinking of like peeing random places on yeah. runs. Like, that's not a crime. No, I think we need to be more. First of all, yes, it is. <laughs> Taylor's asking about a heist, not like yeah. a crime yeah. or a heist and or like murder. I think we should assume. That I would drive the getaway car, definitely. I, I think we should assume that it's some they sort of honk the getaway money car. stealing heist, and I think we have to figure out like how we're gonna steal a lot of money. Johnny's giving a massage and distracting the... Yeah, Johnny's the, the sexy... Uh... Nick would be the guy in the overcoat that walks in just nonchalantly and then steals all the money. Can I be the tech guy like manning the computer like... Do you know things about technology? No. I feel like that'd be my role. I work at a tech company. I think... I feel like David would be the distraction. Yeah, I would just be loud and like annoying and that would be... I'd be the Tyrese of the crew. <laughs> oh yeah, right. um, but yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think Liz's on the right path that we would like right we get like a rich dude and mm. like for the couch money. Yeah, mm. um, for a couch. How are we gonna Ikea. steal? Oh, let's steal a couch. How are we gonna steal a couch? Ikea. Walk up the floor above us. So what we actually should do is like go to IKEA and like hide places, and then after dark, break out, steal a couch. Lewis's yeah. car is probably Lewis does, we'd have to just strap it on. Oh, here would be the role. I would I would clean out Lewis's car. Oh. <laughs> that would be my role in the, in the crime. Which is probably the biggest role. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> we'd have to build that into the time frame. <laughs> yeah, I I think uh, Johnny and Nick can like break into the IKEA. They could like seem like they're like just like a like a homely Forest couple just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hunting for furniture. Uh, do you guys sell any uh, wood couches? <laughs> what kind uh, of wood is this? Pine? <laughs> smell of the wood really deep. I think you gotta go to Jordan's furniture though, not IKEA, because IKEA then we'd have to stole a assembler <laughs> itself. I think we want I think we want a pre-made couch. I mean if we it might be easier to steal though. It's, it's Plus it'd be more fun if we go to the Jordan's furniture with the Mardi Gras theme. Like that would just what? be like what are you oh. talking about? What is, I feel like you guys do not, <laughs> not grow up in Boston. What about Bob's furniture? No, let me explain. Jordan's furniture is where it's at. So Jordan's furniture, a That's New England establishment. I know Bob's discount furniture. Uh, Jordan's is great. They have There's a store in like Natick, maybe, where the whole inside of the store is like themed to be like new. Have you ever been to this, Jordan's? Uh, Reading. Oh, all right. The one up to north. Yeah, it's themed to be like New Orleans, like Mardi Gras style, and then like every hour they have like a Mardi Gras show, like that's like <laughs> Blues Brothers themed. It's very fun. Wait, this um, is an all the time, every hour thing. Yes, why don't like we go there and like get drunk? <laughs> we could. Awesome. It, it, was, it was a super it's fun thing to do as a kid. Oh, um, that's really wink, wink. Plus, they have an IMAX theater there, so we can go see a movie and then see. Wait, and then steal a couch. Yeah. We oh can steal a couch and bring it into the They had like one of the first IMAX theaters in like Massachusetts, I think. Okay. I don't know why, but they did. <laughs> it was a furniture so store. Anyway. <laughs> this is one of those things that I'm discovering was not universal of like my childhood. No, but we're anyway. Gonna, we're gonna steal a couch, I kinda wanna go like high class and go like Like Crate and Barrel. Yeah. Crate and Barrel. West Elm. So we could steal yeah. the couch out of Tracksmith. We have the keys. Um, oh, no, the couch on a tracksmith. Kind of Which one, the upstairs one or the downstairs? Right? Too much butt sweat. Hard pass. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. I only yeah. want my own butt sweat and you guys' on the couch. I don't want, like... 
All right, well, if we can find a couch like the Tracksmith couch downstairs, okay. that's my dream couch. Oh, okay. all right. Here's what we'll do. Now I'm thinking. We'll steal the Tracksmith couch, then Tracksmith will have to buy a new couch. And when they buy the new couch, we'll swap the couches. And, and we'll have smart. a new couch. There we so go. Smart. Problem solved. Brilliant. All right, let's see. A couple more questions. Um, wow. I love how we talked about, like, five minutes. Five eight minutes of stealing a couch—that's <laughs> our crime. <laughs> yeah, we're ready to go. I'm not trying to hurt anybody, but I need a couch. This is basically a flawless <laughs> or plan. Or we just go on Craigslist and get one for like a steal. Oh, that's a heist! I see what you're doing there. Um, Drew wants to know who has the grossest poster on poops. I don't know if Lou. Lou, really? You have some pretty bad ones. I drink a lot of beer. <laughs> yeah. I think that, you know, we can all separately be pretty gross in our own ways. I mean, just like we're all equally beautiful, we're all equally disgusting. I mean, I made sure to spray that for breeze after. <laughs> it also, like, depends, as I discovered last week with my, like, heat exhaustion near miss, hydration plays a key role in poop consistency. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, that's true, yes. So, it uh, depends on how hot it is, really. Okay. Um, socks or no socks with spikes, Nick asks. Not you. Uh, it depends. Always wear your lucky socks. This is an easy uh, one. Indoor or outdoor? Um, does it make a difference for it you? It does. If it's indoor, no socks. If it's outdoor, socks. Usually. It depends on how cold it is and how hot it is. I go no socks unless I, it's cold. Yeah. I used to go no socks, but after my feet got cut up so many times, I started going like lightweight sock. Although it depends on if it's like a workout or a race. Like I have thicker socks for work. Mm. All right, and finish us off strong. Um, this, I guess, this could, goes with the heist movie. Um, if you were to have someone play you in a movie about Ken Ross, who would you cast? As we could cast each other too. I'm trying to think of like who would make a good other people. I really like the actor Owen Wilson, but who? You're <laughs> <laughs> so just um, in general. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, so I think mean, Owen Wilson could play you. No. Yeah. Playing yeah, that would be pretty sweet. Wait, no, wait, wait, who's the who's the actor that played Kip in Napoleon? Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, John Heater. Yeah. yeah, it'd be John Heater for you. No, 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 no. John Heater is Napoleon. Kip. No, the guy that played Kip. Oh, oh, yeah. I wasn't here for this, but I've seen pictures. Yeah, Johnny's Halloween costumes. I know that Will Ferrell would play David, definitely. Will Ferrell? Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding, because he played Will Ferrell. Oh, all right. Yes, I was going to say, I, I could see Dave Franco oh, playing you. Aaron I think you. Hmm. Okay. I can see you, Lewis having a very Dave Franco vibe. I'll take Dave Franco. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Who's playing Nick, though? Chris has a big beard. Well, they don't need to have a beard. They can get into character. Yeah. I was going to say, Chris, Chris Evans has a beard right now. But. So like Chris Pratt or something. Just someone who looks like Woodsy. Just yeah. like... Who can, who can carry a hatchet well? No, not Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg can't act. I don't want Mark Wahlberg. Matt, to Matt Damon? So like David's Matt Damon, I could see that. Ooh. You could be Matt Damon could do a good job playing. You guys have the same sort of like quiet authority. I, uh, I think we stick with Owen Wilson for Johnny. Yeah. He's a bigger name. So what Dave Franco, Owen Wilson, Matt Damon. Who's playing me? That's tough. Does it have to be like a lookalike, or I think more like in spirit than okay, but also look. Huh, David? Who do you think? This might be stereotyping, but uh, I feel like Zachary Quinto could be a good... Who's that? He's a gay actor who is in Star oh, okay. Trek. Mm. Um, and he was in, I think, like, American Horror Story or something like that. Okay, I could see that, actually. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, what about that. the guy... What about Schmidt from The New Girl? Ooh! <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, that's it! That's it! <laughs> Alright, there we yes. go. <laughs> and then at least I would be the funny... Com in that, like, four song, I think I would be the fun comic relief. Jar. Yeah. Uh, what? Jar. David doesn't watch New Girl. He doesn't... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a douchey comment, so you have to put money in the douchebag jar. Alright. Finish us off strong. We have the the big three. As, as you guys know, uh, we ask the same three questions of our guests every week. Um, we'll go round robin style, right around the circle. Um, 
Does anyone want to start us off with who their Instagram crush is? Lou, do you want to start us off? No. I forgot about the big three. I'll look right now. I can go. All right, Johnny. Instagram crush. Is, is it Dogs at Hike? I think is. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, they're the cutest freaking dogs and the cutest freaking mountains and just ugh, love. Dogs that Love hike. on the phone. Okay. Um, all right. So kind of going along with that, it's spin-off account, I guess, from The Doggest, but Keeping Finn. I don't know if anybody here has seen that. Okay. So the guy that has the Instagram page, The Doggest, him and his girlfriend, fiance, wife, I don't know what she is, they had a dog, like a rescue dog from Puerto Rico that they were going to drive across the country with and visit various dog shelters to raise money, I believe it was for. And they are supposed to have him adopted by the end of the trip, but they ended up deciding to keep the dog. And then they did this really long bracket to decide what they're going to name the dog. And at the end, it was named Finn. And the Instagram account is called Keeping Finn. Mm-hmm. He's a really, really good-looking dog. Handsome. He's a very handsome dog. He's a handsome pup. Handsome pup. Love it. I stumble upon this guy named... Forrest Mankins on Instagram. He's the only, like, <clears throat> like I don't know, non-running or meme account thing that I followed recently, <laughs> um, to be honest. But he just posts these, like, really... Yeah, I think he just gets paid to, like, take pictures and travel around and do cool shit. But he posts these, like, really cool outdoor photos. And he has this, like, super old-school Jeep that he, like, camps out of and a dog. And he, like, travels all around. And the pictures are really cool, so... I forget how I found him. I was, like, trying to, like, figure out how I could camp out of my car and came across, like, some BuzzFeed article about camping out of your car and then mm-hmm. thought one of the Instagram pictures was cool, so I clicked on the Instagram pictures that they linked to and then it was his account and I follow him. So, that one. All right. So, dogs all around. There was a dog, yeah. Oh, I don't have a dog one. Um, I was just going to say Mondo Duplantis because he jumped six meters today, 605. Um, but I don't, I don't have a dog connection. I'm sorry. That's okay. You don't like dogs anyway. Yeah, you didn't even like Homer Dogs are talking to me. Greatest movie ever. Hot take. Hot take. Uh, go to karaoke song. We've done a lot of karaoke lately, so. Oh, wait, I have one. Okay. Man in the Mirror. I haven't sang it yet, but I'm going to. I was thinking about it today. This ties back into the cassettes, but I had this great <laughs> Michael Jackson cassette, bad album. I mean, and bad I really, is one of the best albums yeah, of all time. Yeah, and I really fell in love with the song, Man in the Mirror, and then the cassette broke when it was rewinding in my car. Did you ever get that fixed? <sighs> Gabby got me a new one on oh. eBay. <laughs> <laughs> How much was it? A dollar? It was $8. Oh, worth every penny. <laughs> and then on the drive back today, I made everyone listen to it on full volume. It was really loud, and it was nice. great. I loved every second. So now I want to sing that at karaoke. <laughs> Johnny, you got one? Yeah. So I think I've said my actual go to, uh, top two in every other like uh, podcast I've been <laughs> on. But current one that I love screaming in my car is What's Going On by Four Non Blondes. Maybe it's What's Up mm. or something. Yeah, it's like, a uh, that's a good one. All right. <laughs> I thought you were going to say in the end. Oh, well... <laughs> I re- that was more of a, like, if Matt and I were here together, it would obviously be in the end. But I, yeah. so he was going to rap it, and I was going to sing it. And so, in like, the I end, can't I do that alone, yeah. you know? Actually, I could do it alone in old words, but I think he would do a better job rapping. Fair. Nick? I honestly am not a karaoke person. Ooh. Yeah, I know. You can still uh, think of a song. But, um, I guess, I don't really have a song, but... You get what you give. It's been in my head all day. All right. I heard it earlier today, and it's just been in my head, so that's that's what I'll go with. Um, I will say, uh, obviously, because of the release of Mamma Mia 2, here we go again. I've been listening to a lot of ABBA recently, um, and I was trying to think of what ABBA song I would most want to do. And I think... 
<laughs> so I think to be honest, yeah, so I did really perform uh, with Gabby, who's in this room right now, uh, SOS, doing my best Pierce Brosnan Can you get a, a quick little yeah. excerpt? Uh, I don't know about But I will say, because Cher just released a version, I will say that Gimme, 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 A Man After Midnight is also a good one. You're not going um, SOS? No, I think I'm doing Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Or Mamma Mia itself, because I think that's my actual You're like so favorite out of the song. Yeah, hold on. I'm going to pull it up. No, I'm not going to sing it on there. And then the people can decide. (laughs) Oh, man. We're going to have so many, like, votes. (laughs) So much engagement with the audience. Should we keep this couch? (laughs) How good is David at singing? (laughs) Which song are you going with? Uh, SOS. 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 You don't have to pull it up. I'll do a little bit of the... It's just like... (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get... There's going to be a copyright violation. I think he's actually going to say. Well, uh, you, have to, you have to hear the Pierce Brosnan and then I'll do my impression. He's an amazing singer. It's really <laughs> he redefined what music was and and could be really. Um, but anyways, let's finish off strong with our death row meal. You're going to the chair. Today's your last day. You're having one last meal. What do you want it to be? Uh, I had a pretty incredible breakfast burrito from Ocean Mist today which is a really cool bar um, in Rhode Island that's, like, on the ocean. Huge breakfast burrito, way too much food for one sitting. And so I had, like, three quarters of it, and then had the last quarter of it after the beach, and it was amazing. So I'm going breakfast burrito from Ocean Mist. Oh, Mist, as the locals call it. I actually have no idea. (laughs) They do. Yeah, that's what they call it. Um, So I think I'd have to go with some Thai food. First of all, the real reason I'm choosing Thai food is for Thai iced tea, which is the best beverage of all time, including alcoholic beverages. Thai tea is better. Uh, but the food would be... Uh, but like wine? Uh, <laughs> way better. <laughs> better than Bud Light Lime. Thai iced tea, I would swoon. And you want to have your swoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, there's a great uh, Thai restaurant in Boston that like puts on a little disco party if it's your birthday. So I want to go there. Uh, yeah. But brown sugar. I don't yeah, think they take yeah. you places if you're getting uh, the death penalty. But maybe like they <laughs> <laughs> they could reenact it for yeah, you yeah, in yeah. the like oh, actual. Yeah, disco. Yeah, disco. yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be, that'd be worth it. Somebody would get shanked. Oh, it's dark. And then uh, some red coconut curry as the actual food part. Nice. But Nick, oh. Oh. this will be an interesting one. Yeah. Would you cook it yourself? That's my first question to your answer. No. Oh, man. Man's I'm getting killed. He also has to playing around with ideas. Like, I, uh, I want to say it's going to be barbecue. And I'd probably go with some brisket from BT's Smokehouse over in Sturbridge. It's like the best brisket ever. It's so good. Why have you been to Sturbridge? I went to a brewery in uh, over in Canton. Took so. And it's right near there. So. Do any reenacting while you're out there? What? Doing any reenacting? Oh, no. <laughs> I just go there for the barbecue. But they have really good brisket and then cornbread. And I don't like their baked beans, though. You can get baked beans from somewhere else. Yeah. Bushes. <laughs> Yeah, some Bush's baked beans. Some BT Smokehouse brisket and cornbread and Bush's baked beans. Nice. Well, speaking of breakfast food, I uh, have been doing this thing lately. Well, not lately. I've been doing it more consistently lately. Um, getting a Jordan Marsh blueberry muffin with my breakfast, which you, is always you good. You cut it and then... Yeah, so that's, that's, so that's when you cut the blueberry muffin and then you grill it on the grill with butter. What did you call so it? so good. It's called a Jordan Marsh blueberry muffin. I think that also might just be a Boston thing. Um, it was like, like you know how IKEA does like Swedish meatballs. Mm-hmm. So Jordan Marsh was 
a like department store in Boston, mm. maybe just in Boston slash maybe just in the Northeast. So you buy blueberry muffins from a department store. So yeah, so it, it's not in business anymore, but like they are What's were famous for stores, man. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, they were famous for like grilled blueberry muffins. So generally, one refers to a grilled blueberry muffin as a Jordan Marsh blueberry muffin. So. I never heard of a grilled blueberry muffin until I've heard of a grilled blueberry muffin, but I've also had it in New York. Where it is not a Jordan Marsh. It's just mm. a blueberry muffin. And it's well, delicious. Why can't you grill other types of muffins? You can grill yeah, other types yeah, of muffins, yeah, too. But it's just... Actually, the first time I ever had it was at a diner in New York, and it was just... I ordered a muffin, and then it came out to me that way. Mm. It was amazing. Yeah. And I've done it... If you get, like, if like, you get like eggs for breakfast, and you're, like, a little sad that you didn't get, like, pancakes or French toast or something, like, that's a good, like, add-on at the end to, like, really seal the deal. You know what else is a good add-on? What? Pancakes with French toast. That too. <laughs> All right. On that note, thank you, boys, for for being on and, and bearing with us through the technical difficulties. This was uh, an interesting one. Uh, we really only tangentially touched on yeah, that running, was the nice as per usual. But oh, I thought you meant Ken Ross. We didn't oh, yeah, we could have a whole part two. That's for sure. But uh, Let's do it again. Yeah. People know about our couch. They don't know about some of the war debauchery that we got into, so I feel like that's a win-win. Again, the notes, we didn't talk about the notes or anything. $10, and that will guarantee you two nights on the Kinross couch. All right. Just two nights. I feel like that's that's worth it forever, yeah. Yeah. Ten bucks is forever. Well, we we should rank it. If you donate ten, it's two nights. If you Mm -hmm. donate twenty, it's four nights. And if you donate thirty, you're good. Fifty, we'll say, good for life. Yeah. How expensive a couch are we getting? Really, we had get like three requests. It would be a nice couch. Well, I mean, we need to replace this couch and then that couch. Talk to Nance. There's something wrong with this couch. (laughs) I mean, we could get rid of that couch. Yeah, the couch is kind of saggy. Johnny is of the opinion that we should get rid of that couch before this couch. I mean, this couch is like. Real hot garbage. You can see that this couch sucks. Garbage. You just yeah, feel that this couch sucks. <laughs> All right, the too much couch talk. Until we'll next time. No hold on, hold on. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Can we just talk about this fucking targeted marketing right now? <laughs> <laughs> A couch just came up on Lewis's Instagram. Sponsored Instagram feed. You get it online. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. Why does this happen? Wait, Juanita was listening and yeah. she worked her magic. Let me check mine. Bringing yeah. it full circle. All right, until next time. That's insane. I've been David Malley, and this is From Your Mouth. Bye, people. Bye. I think from now on, when people, random ass people sleep on our, in our living room, they should bring a P- BYO furniture. <laughs> we'll just bring, like, a piece of plywood, and we build a couch. Even better idea. Venmo us $10 for a new couch, and you get a spot. <laughs>